Alright, good morning everybody. Uh today is March the 31st, uh 2018. Once again, this is your boy Norman Gabriel. Um just really getting new to this whole thing of you know podcasting and everything, but my main talk is about the Ravens here. Um we gotta get these Baltimore Ravens going. We gotta figure out what we're gonna do with our draft picks. I don't know what you guys wanna do about them. Uh, do with the picks. I looked over the website. Um, I see they're talking about we should definitely take a tight end. I, I saw a very interesting stat that Mel Kuyper put out there um, that I never knew before. Joe Flacco has thrown 1,090 passes over his career to tight ends, which is the fourth most of any quarterback since 2008, which is when Joe Flacco came into the league. Um, that's actually... You know, makes you think that uh, you know it's pretty important that he has a tight end. We know he loves to dump down the ball. I wonder how many of those passes have actually went to his homeboy uh, Pitta. You know, that was his best friend. So by that being his best friend, he he probably you know he tried to throw balls to him all the time, no matter what, whether he had a first down or not. As we all know, now we do know that Flacco loves his safety blankets, meaning the dump down running back out of the backfield, which was Ray Rice for a number of years, which. If you do remember, Ray Rice would lead the league in yards from scrimmage, uh, both running and passing combined. I mean, rece- receiving combined. So that was very important to Flacco. Um, I think the number one thing that we should get, which we do have Crabtree now, and we have the, the little dude from uh, Arizona, but we don't know what those guys are going to be here. Now, I expect Crabtree... Hopefully, to be very short-handed, a guy that can pick up first downs. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I am very, very tired of needing six yards and picking up five. We seem to consistently do that over the last five years. Um, we need a guy that can pick up first downs. We need that Jason Witten type of wide receiver. Now, of course, more athletic, a little faster. He's definitely in the tail end of his career. But Jason Witten with the Cowboys for years has had a knack of just picking up first downs, needing four yards and getting five, needing nine yards and getting ten. And we need that guy. We need those safety blankets for Joe Flacco. Now, you guys may not know this. I'm a big-time Flacco supporter. I believe Flacco is absolutely great. Now, does he have the work ethic of a Tom Brady? I'd say no. But his tools are next to none, I believe. Maybe, I mean, it's not as good as Aaron Rodgers with the running and throwing ability. But his tools are almost next to none. He has the ability to throw the ball to any position on the field, almost anywhere. If he's at the 50-yard line, there's no throw he cannot make between there and the end zone from sideline to sideline. Now, that being said, I don't believe we've given him the proper talent. And what I mean by that is... If you look at someone who we always compare him to, Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan has always had the best talent possible. I mean, he had Hall of Famer Tony Gonzalez at tight end for a number of years. He has future Hall of Famer Julio Jones, who they gave up the farm for in a draft to get. He's had Rowdy White, who was a great complimentary and even number one for a number of times receiver. Uh, He has a bunch of playmakers at all times between running back, tight end, and receiver. And I just don't think Joe Flacco has had anywhere close to that level of production. 
and has been able to accomplish more than Matt Ryan. Maybe not numbers-wise, because Matt Ryan, yeah, Kirk Cousins, these kind of guys are what I call numbers guys. They can put up a bunch of numbers that mean absolutely nothing when it comes to winning. Matt Ryan, for years, has choked in the playoffs. They've had 13-3 and seasons. They've lost the very first game. He even made it to the Super Bowl. He was up 28-3. All they had to do was not take a sack, throw a ball away. They kick a field goal. They win it. He's He didn't score a point in the second half. He's routinely choked in big situations where I believe Joe Flacco has played his best games in the playoffs, his best games in pressure situations most of the time. So I believe if we get him the proper tools he needs, he can be great. Now, we've picked up some, you know, like I said, some, some okay talent for him at wide receiver into the free agency market. I would like to see us with the first round pick, believe it or not, I would like to go offensive line. The reason being is we need to protect him. We need to make sure he can stay upright. He's not the most mobile. He's not as mobile as he once was. We need to make sure he is protected. Second round, I wouldn't mind, you know, a tight end. Now, now when I say a tight end, I mean, I see a few tight ends here available. I'm not as versed on these guys. It's the guy from Penn State. It's the guy from Oklahoma that everybody's uh talking about as far as tight end uh let me see Hayden Hayden Durst and Dallas Gooden Goodert. Those are supposed to be like two of the two of the better guys. Uh they call them one and one A. Um as long as they can block as well, because I want to be able to get back to pounding the ball. Pounding the ball is going to definitely be important. I, I believe that is going to be uh you know, key to keeping Flacco up right. When Flacco has a strong rushing attack and we get 30 or more carries, um, I believe that's when we're at our best. When Flacco only has to throw the ball about 25, no more than 30 times. I'd like to keep it under 30 myself. But pounding the ball, time of possession, that's when, when the Ravens were at their best. When we had those streak of multiple playoff seasons, we we, we were one of the better uh, time of possession teams in the league. And that allows our defense to stay fresh and be better. Now, as far as this time possession goes, we're getting Kenneth Dixon back. Uh, he appeared to be able to do something if he's healthy. Now, in these couple of years that he's been here, health has obviously been an issue. So, we don't know what that's going to be. Now, we do have uh, Collins, who, Alex Collins, appears to be a fairly decent running back. Um, pretty explosive. Uh, he seems as though 20 carries, 25 carries is possible. In this day and age, I don't know if you want to wear your backs out. So, you know, if we can keep him to 15 to 20 carries, if we can get Kenneth Dixon in there with maybe another 10, 15 coming out the backfield as well. We've gotten rid of Danny Woodhead. We still got Buck or Javaris Allen, and we have Terrence West. None of these uh, running backs are going to require us to break the bank, so I don't have a problem with holding on to these guys and running these guys by committee. Uh, also, hopefully, hopefully, one of those guys, maybe I'm, I'm assuming Kenneth Dixon, if healthy, can really catch the ball at the backfield and make some good plays, even run some routes. I know we can use Alex Collins out of the backfield, but he looks like more of a swing guy, outlet pass guy, not a guy that can actually run routes. Uh, Terrence West is not his number or running out of uh, running routes. And then Buck Allen seems like he may be able to do it. Not the fastest guy as well. We don't really have a, a, a burner 
you know, catching the ball out of the backfield. Uh, Alex Collins looks like he can move pretty quick when he catches the ball, but he did get caught a few times on some of his big plays. I don't remember him taking one straight to the house last year. Might have had a 34-yarder uh, that he was able to make it all the way to the house. Um, as far as the tight end goes, you know, you want somebody that can block. I mean, Benjamin Watson got some catches last year. Nick Boyle, we don't know what he's going to be. He's often suspended in the last few years as well. Uh, Max Williams, uh, I want to say borderline bust. Um, the reason I say this, I believe we used a second-round draft pick on him. He's even been injured. He's had a couple of drops. He looks extremely slow, which we knew he was slow. I think he ran like a 4-6-something in the draft. He's supposed to have short hands was his key and could run routes. But if that's what you're doing, that's what you're known for in college, that means you're even slower in the NFL. And like I, I said before, I alluded to you before, um, I, I, I love what Jason Witten is able to do being slow. But for some reason, he's just always open. I don't know what that is. So we definitely do need a tight end that can catch, that can get a first down, um, and th that can block because running should be a big part of what we do this year. Uh, so a tight end may be something we grab, and I, I think they're projecting maybe – the second round, but I wouldn't even mind if we could wait to the third round to get something like that. Um, I, I want linemen, man. I want to protect Joe. I want to be able to run the ball. I want guys that move people against their will, which I think is very important. Um, as far as wide receivers go, like I said, Crabtree, the little dude from Arizona was a Brown, John Brown, which is supposed to be a speed burning. I know he was injured last year. Historically in his career, he was not an injured player. Just last year seems to be the big issue. I think he's always played more than 10 games prior to that. In a few years, he's been in the league. Uh, I think he did like 14 and 15 games, something to that nature. So that's not too bad. Uh, doesn't sound like an often injured dude like, like they're making him out to be just because of last year. But he should be a speed burner. Has a chance to be kind of Deshaun Watson-like, which I love Deshaun Watson. Um, I just, as far as wide receiver goes, I want the big guy, man. I want the guy like like the – I know it's not a lot of Julio Jones out there or even, uh, you know, Des Bryant, Randy Moss type. And what I mean by that, I want a guy that in traffic, when Joe has pressure on him, he can just toss the ball up in the air and this particular receiver, whoever it may be, can actually go and get the ball in traffic. I just don't know if we've had that in a while. I mean, Steve Smith made some miraculous plays. Remember, Steve Smith was 5'8". So and it does limit you. And we were able to do that a little bit with Anquan Bolden, which was amazing because we saw where that took us all the way to the Super Bowl. But then he was gone after that. So if we could get something to that effect again, and hopefully, like, once again, John Brown can be the burner, the speed guy, because Flacco's always done well with the speed guy and Torrey Smith. And these guys didn't even have to be great receivers. Just the ability to stretch the field changes the way the defense plays you when you have a big arm quarterback like Flacco. I mean, even Jacoby Jones made some plays deep for us or caused some pass interference plays. So hopefully we can uh, address that. I, I'd, I'd almost rather address that via free agency. I mean, I know we got two guys already with John Brown and Crabtree. But I'd still like to see uh, us maybe draft a young guy maybe later round. I don't know. Just a speed burner, man. Some guy with, with some height, a speed burner, who's had a knack of catching the ball. And I don't know if you'll find that late. But I know the Steelers seem to be able to find them, Octavius Bryant. And, you know, they're guys who have found, you know, teams that, that that routinely find guys who can come through and do that. I mean, you had your Sanu. Now, these guys aren't going to be, uh, you know, 
100 catch guys, but if you can get a guy that can catch you 40, 50 balls a year and have an average of, you know, 13 plus yards per catch, that's going to be great when you have a guy like Flacco. Now, with the receiver as well, in the current state of where we are, uh, we've gotten rid of Mike Wallace, we've gotten rid of Jeremy Macklin, uh, we still have Chris Moore, Mike Campanero, Bashar Perryman. Um, we don't know what any of those guys are going to be. Campanero has shown some possible sparks of, of, of moments, but as we all know, he can't stay healthy. We're scared every time he gets a, a, a light hit. We're scared he's not going to get up or he's going to get up with a limp or holding a side or something to that nature. So I don't know what we can really build on that. We can hold these guys kind of cheap. Bashar Perman, we're kind of married to him, you know, for this season. Um, they're not really. I mean, I guess we could always cut him if we have to. Uh, what I wonder sometimes is how well are we doing to develop these guys? But hey, if a guy can't catch or he doesn't work on his hone his craft into catching, I don't know what we can do about that. If his confidence is broken, I don't know if there's anything we can do. He does have physical tools, talent. He's built just like Josh Gordon, height, size, speed. There's no reason he shouldn't be able to produce. So uh, I guess we see what he does this uh, off season and this next couple coming preseason. But I definitely wouldn't worry about or plan a- around him in any way, form or fashion. We had that like he's almost not there when we're looking for, you know, talent to come in. Uh, weapons are important. Protecting Joe is important. Now, I know you're probably thinking, why am I not mentioning the defense? I'm actually satisfied with the defense did last year. I know a lot of people think, well, it didn't hold water and they didn't. But I think we put them on the field a lot. Uh, a lot of three and outs last year. When you keep the defense not being fresh, they're going to wear down. I think they did pretty good. I understand we look good against uh, bad teams and not good teams. But what defense really looked great against good teams besides maybe Philly? Um, you know, it weren't, there weren't very many great defenses in the league last year. Minnesota did all right. Jacksonville did all right. But teams still put up points on these teams. So, I think the key is definitely to, to work on offense. We can still boost the defense with a few draft picks here and there. But I like our front line. I love Brandon Williams. I think he was dominant. When he was there, we were very good against the run. Uh, Michael Pierce was half decent. Carl Davis, you know, these guys, uh, Chris Wormley, Willie Henry, these guys are going to be, uh, you know, they're cheap. They're not expensive right now besides Brandon Williams. And uh, they were pretty decent up front. Um as far as our our, our defensive uh, linebacker core, Suggs is getting old, but Zadarius Smith looks like he's pretty good if he can stay healthy. Um, C.J. Mosley, he can't cover anybody as far as uh, you know being a great cover linebacker. But in this day and age, they're going to use matchups with linebackers and things of that nature. But uh, we got Judon there, who was a little bit better, you know. Uh, Patrick Owazu, um, we still got Correa. I, I think we're decent the linebacker. I mean, we're not great. I just don't know many teams that will have great linebackers right now in this day and age with the way their team spreads you out and try to set up so many different matchups. So I think that we're decent if we give those guys rest and our offense kind of protects them a little bit. You know, for years the defense has protected the offense. I think it's time for the other way around. Um our corners, if we can, I mean, we won't ever have a healthy Smith, uh, Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith looks to be a premier corner, top 10 corner in this league. Um, will we ever get 13 games out of him in a season again? 
Maybe not, man. The guy's always had problems with his lower extremities, ankles, knees, what have you. Um, when he's there, I've been pretty impressed with him. He's pretty physical, covers really well, uh, he defends pretty well, doesn't get burned a whole lot. Maybe A.J. Green, if anybody, had his number. But he's done really well against even uh, Pittsburgh. He's done very well against Pittsburgh. I think he's done very good against Antonio Brown, um, historically. Now, we got some young guys in there, you know. Uh, I don't know what Anthony Levine would be, you know. He, 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 it's okay. Ladarius Webb is gone. Weddle, Jefferson, they're decent safeties. They're not great, but they're decent. And that's I, I think decent is all we can ask for right now without having a superstar or without breaking the bank for anybody. I would have loved to have gotten a honey badger when he was on the market. But, like I said, that's breaking the bank. Um, Brandon Carr, uh, got Jalen Hill. Marlon Humphreys looks like he's going to be decent. Uh, got great size, good speed, good movement. Um, I'm content with what we got there. Uh, we definitely got a boy up with some young talent. We got the guy coming off of injured reserve. Um, Tavon Young. Now, he looked good two years ago, not last season because he didn't make it through the season. didn't make it at all, uh, being injured and all. But uh, he seems to play with a lot of spunk, a lot of energy. Um, has some good intangibles, uh, good for turnovers, things of that nature. So I honestly think we could boister the defense up a little bit, maybe some late-round draft picks, see what talent we can find. Uh, the way the Ravens have always done the draft, as they say or claim, is the best talent available. So without defense, I think we, like I said, we can boister it up. Uh, here and there, but it's to me not a preeminent need for us because uh, the key right now is to give Joe Flacco in the last two years of his contract the proper talent to succeed. I think that's number one. Now, as far as special teams go, I don't think we have to worry about a thing. That's our strongest area on our team as far as our kicker and our punter go. I think they do a great job. Uh, I'm not worried about those guys at all. I believe in adding a receiver, we could find a, a, a guy that can return the ball, be a little bit more explosive. We haven't really had an explosive returner since Jacoby Jones, which having an explosive returner can can really help the game in so many ways for your team. Uh, field position, number one, uh, making scores from time to time has also been key in the past for us. Especially when you, if you hold time possession, changing, uh, if you dominate time possession, changing the field position can be so key when doing that. It, ch it changes the whole way you, you play call when you're on different uh, ends of the field. The issue with the draft, though, is that we haven't really drafted well in the last few years. Uh, overall, as a draft, I haven't said we haven't had a few, a few decent picks here and there, but we've, we've had a lot of misses, and historically, prior to the last, you know, I guess you'd like to say last eight years or so, five to eight years, we were great at the draft, man, for a number of years, we were able to voice our defense, we were able to put good linemen on the field, uh, we were able to make great free agent acquisitions that kept our team very relevant and very competitive and I believe one of the toughest divisions, if not the toughest division in the league. So going forward with the draft, let me let me take a look here. 
right, I'm looking at our free agents, uh, unrestricted free agents. We have uh, anybody of note, Michael Campanero, which I don't think anybody's going to pick up in the league, honestly. So we could keep him at a league minimum, at least bring him back for preseason, see if he can stay healthy. Uh, Crockett Gilmore, another guy that uh, hasn't stayed healthy. Um, these are all league minimum guys, in my opinion. Ryan Mallett, I think he almost makes no difference as well. League minimum, we'll get rid of him. Doesn't even make a difference. Uh, linebacker Steve Johnson, nobody knows him. Center Luke Bowenko, nobody knows him. Brandon Boykin is a corner. I mean, we end up using him just because of health issues to our overall core. But if we have our guys back this year, um, especially Tavon Young, uh, we can let him go. And like I said, all these guys are league minimum guys. The only guy uh, of any type of note may be uh, Terrence West, but also another league minimum guy, I believe, if we do want to bring him back because we are, pre we are pretty full of regular guys in the running back core now. As far as our exclusive rights free agents, we have Alex Collins, which I don't haven't heard anything about, so I don't believe he's trying to break the bank. I think we're able to get him for a nominal figure. Um, and that's about it of anybody. Uh, Gene Baptiste is corner. We don't really – I mean, he's 6'3", but he did nothing. Um, I, 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 you know, if he was able to do something, I like his height and his, you know, his size at 218. But once again, these guys aren't difference makers on the team, so – we could go after if we can find a solid corner. I guess yes, you go after that. I don't. I don't know who our top draft pick is. In my opinion, it has to be a lineman. We need to protect Flacco. We need to give him all the time in the world. We need to be able to run the ball. We need a guy that can both pass, protect, and run block, and be effective and efficient at both, and be able to come in and start at day one. So I definitely go with a, uh, a tackle slash guard, something to that nature. Uh, one of those guys, a guy that was a tackle in college that can come in and play guard now and move to tackle, have you got, you know, whatever you can get at that number 16 draft spot. Um, to be honest with you, like I said before, I wouldn't even mind uh, going in our second pick with another with another lineman. If we can get a starter, if we can get a second round line starter, a difference maker, let's do that. Let, let, let's 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 first start the game by winning up front as they say you win these games by winning up front and if we're going to do the time possession thing which i think is very key to what we do we need to let's boister that line let's get some young future guys let's do like we did in in, in 1996 which is we got a jonathan ogden to set the tone for that offensive line for the next 10 years there and let's 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 see if we can't find that Okay, so we got eight picks this year in the draft. Um, we got the number 16 pick in the first round. We have the 52nd pick overall in the second round. Um, <clears throat> we have a third round pick, which is pick 83 overall. We also have a fourth round pick, which is 118 overall. And then we have a fifth round pick, which is, let me see, that's 154 overall. We have, we have two six-round picks, one of them coming from a compensatory pick, so 190 and then 115, which is a compensatory pick. And then we have the 238th pick uh, in the you know overall, which is in the seventh round. Now, I wouldn't be opposed to, if we don't have a clear-cut number one, you know, number 16 pick, a, a great lineman to get. I see uh, different publications are calling for different things, all the way from 
the guy Juice from LSU as a running back, which he does look great. I mean, he's had moments of times of looking even better than Fournette, more, more explosive than uh, Leonard Fournette was at LSU. I don't believe in taking running backs high. I just don't know the team that's won the Super Bowl because of a running back in the last 20, 30 years. I mean, since Emmitt Smith days, Don, yeah. You know, you don't go to the Super Bowl. I guess you could say uh, defense and a running back, you can do it because uh, Pittsburgh did it the year they won against uh, Seattle. Um, ben Roethlisberger's rookie years, but that would be 15-plus years ago. Um, so let's, let's, let's get that front line shored up. I don't mind if we get a good lineman. If we don't see a solid, clear-cut number one, let's trade back. Let's get more picks. Let's see if we can't get another later later round one, another number two. Or something of that nature. Let's let's get some young guys in there. Let's build this line up. Both uh, offensive. I wouldn't even mind the defense if you want to go a little bit more. Even though I like our line now. But if you want to get some more youth in there. Some more strength. Some more speed. Let's dominate the line. Let's protect Joe Flacco. And then uh, we can also. I mean if calling for a second round pick. They're talking about possible running backs. And wide receivers again. Um, like I said. I wouldn't mind doing line for the first two rounds honestly if we can get more sure guys because we we've just been missing with our skill position guys so if we can do good on the line get some quality guys there's some depth in the offensive line we don't miss a beat if someone goes down that would be great let's protect joe flacco let's give him the confidence to stand back there and make the big throws he needs to make then from the third round on down let's get some speed and some height i mean i, I see some of these guys they they they, they, they guesstimate us taking and uh, Anthony Miller here from Memphis. Memphis, 5'11", 190. I want some big receivers. I want 6'2", 6'3", and above. I want 215 and above. I want some guys with some size that can go up and get the ball in traffic. I don't want these guys with these tight little catch radiuses. Uh, I mean, we've done that. I mean, we've done that for years with, with Joe Flacco, and I feel bad for him, man. He's had Derek, Derek Mason, great receiver, little guy, little catch radius. Uh, Steve Smith, little guy. Little catch radius, great receivers, you know, towards the end of their career, but just not big targets. Let's get this guy some big targets, man. Let's get some guys that can go up and catch the ball. And, and I prefer speed, but if you don't get speed, if they have great hands, go for that. We need some sure-handed guys, guys that can make catches even when it's a little bit out of their catch radius, that can make the difficult contested catch. We just haven't had that. Um Tight end, like I told you, he throws the ball a lot to tight ends, a lot to running backs. If we all going to get a running back, let's get one that can catch out the backfield, you know, that can run a route out the backfield. If you need to, he can line up in the backfield. You can motion him out the wide receiver position, the X or the Y, and he can run an actual route. Um, that would be great. Uh, I mean, I know you might not, you might not get the most explosive guy if you don't get him early, but I, I believe in running back by committee. I mean, just look at the Super Bowl winners. They're all winning by running back by committee. Look at last year. Who was the great running back in last year's Super Bowl? There was none. So, in my opinion, uh, the line is definitely the key. Control the line of scrimmage. Give Joe Flacco his time. Let's focus our draft on that. I believe uh, that is the way to go. I hope you guys, uh, well, I wonder if you guys agree with me. I mean, Feel free to chime in, contact me back. I'm going to start doing this thing very regularly here. Um, I believe if we focus on the line, if we could get, we have eight draft picks now, if we can go back, you know, because I don't know if there's a definite number one guy, difference maker. I mean, they said the guy Kyle Casey from uh, 
Notre Dame, you know, is a possibility at offensive tackle. If we get a great guy in, in line, yes. If we don't, let's draft back. Let's go back. Let's get rid of the first round. Let's let's go fall back into the first round, later into the first round. Hell, let's go second round if you get enough picks. If you get if you get two to three two second rounds in the third or two second rounds in the fourth for your first round pick, take it. I just don't know if it's a definite guy that's gonna make a difference on our team right now. Um I prefer the to, to, to boost to the line. Let me guys know what you think. Uh I'll follow up with another uh, one of these in a couple of days. Talk to you guys soon.